What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to Night Call, a production of iHeartRadio. It's 12.34 a.m. in the heavy side layer. And you're listening to Night Call. Welcome to Night Call, a podcast for your strange days and lonely nights. My name is Emily Yoshida. I am here in Los Angeles. City of stars. <laughs> with two of my favorite bright shining stars. City of pods. <laughs> um, Molly Lambert. Molly Lambert and Tess Lynch. Tess Hello. Lynch. Guys, today we're going to have a very chill, relaxed episode of Night Call. It's the middle of summer. Um, I think, you know, the, West, the East Coast just got through with a very brutal heat wave. I feel like everybody's just kind of feeling the heat in general right now feel <laughs> the heat so we're uh, we're going to we're going to do a chill chill little night sesh right now yeah we, the- we we wanted to talk last week in, in our last podcast about some self-care tips that we had kind of 
found our way to, and then we ended up bumping it to this week. But it's perfect because I'm in the mood to talk about self-care. I'm sitting in front of a giant salad. Um, yeah, we said today all all rules are off. Mm-hmm. Our famously formal podcast <laughs> yeah, has even less so. structure today than usual. Um, and I went on a podcast hosted by Kate Raft and Drew Spears called This Podcast is Self-Care. Hmm. Was it? It was great. Everybody should listen to it. Was I it self-care? It. Did it feel self-caring? Yeah. And they specified that that is it's the only podcast that if you listen to it, it is self-care. Uh, but then they said also Night Call counts. Also oh, Night call. Thank you. Listening to Night Call is self-care. Do you guys remember when we did a hoodies episode where we didn't have the table and we just were on bean bags or something? Yes, we were. We did a floor pod. We did a floor pod in low light. We should do that. We it was great. We can, we we're going to do more field here. recording episodes yeah. for sure. Yeah. Slumber party pod. It just it changes parties. your voice, I think, when you're like in 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 a, in a reclining pose. Oh yeah, um, yeah. It was it was great. We'll, we'll bring it back next time. Reclining is self care. Reclining is self care. Everything counts as well, self care well, in a way. Reclining is not actually self care for me right now. Like I'm having a hard time lying down That's because true. of reclining, my stupid back. Sitting but... up straight is self care for you right now, or. It's like, I'm not sure what it is, what is though, because I've been riding in a lot of lifts out here, and that's also not fun. And, like, I have to be kind of, I don't know, I have to have, like, lumbar support. <laughs> I feel like I'm 80. I'm, is that self-grandparenting? Self-grandparenting, yeah, is saying, you know what, my back hurts, and I'm going to tend to it instead yeah. of pretending I can just soldier through. through. Yeah. Self-grandparenting was the concept I brought to Kate Raft and Drew Spears podcast, but they have had other guests talk about such topics as going outside oh yeah big um, fan I'm big, a big huge fan of going outside. and yeah. um joan haley ford who is a person i really like uh did she did something about uh selfies as self-care how because i think it's like they're not it's I, just kind of like confronting and accepting your yes, your appearance exactly okay like, like documenting yourself as you are instead of being mm-hmm. like I shouldn't do it because I don't want to be like imperfect just being like here's what I look like right yeah here I am world I, I'm great I do those on the um on the photo booth app on the on the computer a lot and I was really kind of bummed because I lost my computer at the end of last year and I had all of these just desktop selfies basically yeah, yeah, yeah. that I taken usually when I was like writing something or just sort of procrastinating and just hanging out in like my hoodie in my living room or something and so they were not like nice pictures it was just like here's my dumb face today and I had this like (laughs) huge stream of them and I lost them and it kind of felt like losing a diary a little bit I was like oh I mean nobody will ever see those but still I like the low res photo booth Mm pictures i have yeah. i have a bunch of those from a while ago but then my mom it's my computer's really old and now i have like a smudge that won't go away so i look like i'm i'm too ghosty still a little spooky <laughs> yeah i feel like we talk about this a lot but it's like the idea that tech would be this way to archive everything forever has clearly proven to be not mm-hmm. true and so very ephemeral i got really sad also because tiny pick was going down now oh, oh man i was like tiny pick like an institution. I didn't even realize some of these things would yeah. could go go away. But Guys, yeah, just people, places you hosted things. I want to know your favorite forms of self care. Well, I told you guys that I have recently, as in like the past week, gotten into 
face massage, self-face massage, uh, which if you look on YouTube, you can find a bunch of ladies who will show you. What's it called? Uh, like myofascial? Myofascial. I don't know. Like a lot of them have this book that this um, this Korean book that like they're like, I don't know how to read this, but I, I found this and it's got these amazing <laughs> yeah. things in it. So a lot of it is kind of like the same. It's like the same kind of pseudoscience of like a fa- face rollers yeah. and stuff where you're just sort of like, you know, there is a the, there is a real function to that stuff that has nothing to do with like jade or like rose quartz or whatever they make these rollers out of that supposedly like calm your wrinkles or something. Like, Isn't it like lymphatic it's lymph- drainage? It's, it's yeah. your lymphatic system. So you have all these like lymph nodes on the sides of your face and some here on like, what's this called here? Like not your temples, but actually there, I think there are some on your temples. And so mm-hmm. if you're like not getting rest or you're just like, you know, not taking care of yourself or you're dehydrated and stuff, like you can get kind of like puffy. And so you can, you know, massage that out. You don't need a $150 jade roller from group. But <laughs> um, but I've, I, I find it very, very calming. Like, cause you're just sort of mirroring like, there's this like Russian lady who does them who I find very calming and you just sort of mirror her because she does mm-hmm. it in real time. And it's just like my brain just like drifts off to another planet while I do it. Here's nice. my problem with lymphatic massage because I got really into this. I noticed some, there was something of um, someone posted a picture or something where they did it to half their face and not to the other half. And they were definitely like less puffy and looked all dewy on the side where they'd done <laughs> it. But then I started doing it and I the more I started thinking about my lymph nodes – the more I started to become a crazy hypochondriac. And then I started reading people being like, oh, yeah, so then the stuff will drain into, like, your lower lymph nodes so they might be swollen. Don't freak out. I was like, don't freak out, Tess. Don't freak out. But But I was totally freaking out. You have to do one. There's the last step is to go down and, like, I guess make it all go into your chest or something. But then isn't that bad? It sounded so scary. Also, I I would be like, wow, I have to see the dentist. Like, what does it mean if it hurts my jaw? Like, I have to see the dentist. No, so eventually it was like, like this is not I find I'm not it, chill enough. I find it like a little intimidating because I feel like those spots first of all, it just makes you think about the fact that there's a skull inside your head. There's yeah, so much hard. stuff in your face. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Though. It makes you think about like how the bones are in there mm-hmm. a lot. And it just feels so weird when you touch it. It's almost like I shouldn't be doing this. Right. Like when you touch your belly button, you're Ooh. sort of like, mmm. Something there's like I'm not supposed to go here. Oh no, I I love I love the face thing. I mean, I one of my favorite things to think about every once in a while is that I'll never get to see my own skeleton. <laughs> like you hey. can see everybody's skeleton, but your own theoretically. Why don't you like envision a better world, or maybe you will someday? <laughs> I actually saw this amazing glass sculpture yesterday that somebody posted where it was a glass sculpture of a person's soul leaving their body Ooh. it was like the best thing i'd ever seen but like what if your skeleton just like yeah goes skeleton? or you could i guess you could like um do a mapping of it mm-hmm. and then make it out of fiberglass or whatever yeah <laughs> but depending on what kind of imaging you used you'd be exposing yourself to a ton of radiation and then yeah. Your skeleton would be, its days would be numbered. I guess. But I, I get to it. see that skeleton. That's true. I don't really want to see my skeleton. I can imagine what mine looks like. But it might be surprising. Do you think you have a really good one? I don't know. You want to see I'm your just, own skull? Yeah, I want to see my skull because I feel like my head is so huge. And so I'd like to really see what, what it look, looks like in comparison. Have you guys been to Body Worlds, though? Absolutely, yes. I've never been. I keep oh, missing really? it. Yeah. Well, it 
is interesting and bad. It's yeah. pretty bad. It's pretty bad. And then all the people that they use for the, because they say the corpses are donated willingly. The but original one, I supposedly, think so. Yeah, they're supposedly originally. But also the guy who made it up, like they show pictures of him. <laughs> and he looks like the Nazi from Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know, <laughs> he's like an Austrian scientist or something. And they're like, he invented plastinization, the process of turning bodies into plastic. Ah! Uh, but then one of the things I've heard is that the bodies they use now are bodies of... Prisoners, prisoners in China, specifically people who uh, are in Falun Gong. Mm-hmm. Okay. Really? Yes. Yeah, so when Falun Gong is doing their protests and being like the Chinese government is like fucking, you know, putting us in prison and like killing people, maybe that's true. Okay. Yeah. Somebody want to call in and, and confirm this for Somebody who's a Shen Yun and Falun Gong <laughs> expert. Um, cause I, when everybody was doing the Shen Yun memes, I was like, mm-hmm. everyone's going to get into Falun Gong as self care. Cause right. I'm kind of surprised white people haven't tried to ruin Tai Chi yeah, more yet. Yeah. You know, yeah, they have tried. Yeah. But just like, but it's because Tai Chi doesn't like make you hot, you know, like <laughs> it does though, like yoga and everything else. If you can find a, a vanity angle of it, then it will get co-opted. Tai Chi does make you hot because it's like constant movement. I just feel like it's so in the goop sphere that they would be like, your energy is flowing, that they right. would like ruin it. Yeah. It's weird how resistant it's been. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. Um, I not, not that these things are related at all, but because I've been having this back trouble, I did. I was walking around where I'm staying in LA, and I I did go by a chiropractic um, place, and I was thinking, <gasps> like, what if this is the time? Oh, Maybe. What if they make it worse? I'm I've never. I mean, I'm not a back cracker at all. Do you so it foam could be that I have like a hundred cracks in my back, Do and you I've foam never. Roll? No, not on my back. Oh, foam rolling. Have you never foam rolled on your I've, back? Mm, I have foam rolled on my back, but I don't do it regularly. I do it regularly, and it changed my life. I'm like an evangelist for foam rolling. Oh, when I, the last time I went to visit my parents, my mom was like, she was like, hold on, I have something for you. And I was like, ooh, what's it going to be? And she like came dragging this foam roll in the kitchen and was like, lie down. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to. She was like, lie down. It'll change your life. But I was so scared. I was like, what is this? Have you not- she didn't say what it was. And I'd never done it before. And she's like, now you're sinking into the floor. I was like, ah, it was too much for it's me. It's too much for you? I yeah. mean, it is a lot. It I is. Think- it's, like do, it's like massaging your face, but for your body. Right. But the thing about the, the, doing the back yeah. on the foam roller is that you do have to keep your body somewhat stiff in order yeah. to like ro- actually do the roll. Yeah. So I kind of feel like that's a little bit self-defeating like I do my legs like I'll do like my quads and my butt and stuff because you can just kind of like relax on it yeah. and just like turn mm-hmm. yourself into jelly and go over the thing but um I don't know you can also do it with like a tennis ball oh, yeah, yeah I know that one you sounds can do, like calf tennis it's ball. just right. like I, it makes me feel like a cat in a way that I love <laughs> you know it like combines a lot of things I like and it does really fuck me up like I find that yeah. I will be like drooling by then sometimes <laughs> that's that's what scares so me about relaxed. it is that it's like it's such a potent feeling it seems like it shouldn't be available that easily no i've been looking into it because i keep being like is there any scientific like is there anything scientific to this because right. all sports medicine is very opaque to me mm-hmm. you know well, there's lactic acid that's real yeah i know but anytime anyone talks about like how exercise works i'm just like that's crazy <laughs> i don't know what you're talking you know releases this always gets me in a weird thing about rhabdo and crossfit 
where you know about that where it's it i mean there are just it's a horrible hole to go down where you can read about people's experiences part of my part of my self-care is that i think people need to stop maximizing themselves yeah right i just hate the trend towards like full optimization of like Mm -hmm. every moment of your life is like scheduled towards a target goal yeah and like every time you're not working out, you're like rela- relaxing in a cryo chamber. Well, why do you guys think about like um, standing desks or gym balls for a chair? I hate them. Honestly, I, I hate, hate them. both of them. Thank so you. Much. Good. <laughs> I was not expect. I was wondering where no, you were going. No, I, f- I, find I cannot. Them horrible. Where do you guys like to do work? I'm always outside. I yeah. almost just sit on my back. And then I was like, <laughs> 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 it's true, though. I do. But outside is good, too. Yeah. I like, yeah, I, if I just have to read stuff, I love having the excuse to just go to the park mm-hmm. and lie down and read for I do work hours. in my car a lot. Interesting. Yeah, my car is my office. Because like, it's just like a contained, small, there's mm-hmm. not much to distract I do you. like all my interviews out of my car. Interesting. Like phone interviews? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Because I don't have a, like my house is not a place I can get work done. For yeah. some reason, I just yeah. then I want to like I get distracted by like I have to do chores. This is know? the thing I miss about having cars and being in LA is that you do kind of have your own little personal closet that you can drive around in. Yeah, and keep your stuff in, like make phone calls. All right, that stuff. like that's yeah. as close as I'll ever get to like a co-working space <laughs> because I despise like the idea. The ten freeway is your co-working space. <laughs> I have a back porch where I where I do my my like. Mm-hmm. work mm-hmm. uh but it's i do a lot of it from home and over the summer when both of my kids are home more it's really awkward because i'm like i'm gonna go work outside mm-hmm. stay mm-hmm. inside don't come outside and there's like <laughs> soccer balls and like a dome to climb on i'm like no you can't have it right because now i'm outside it just feels like it's harder <laughs> to delineate spaces home as being like this mm-hmm. is the place where things get done because you're like it's also the place where i sleep and cook and yeah. like do all the other things well that's a big thing um, this is a, actually a very big self-care thing that I learned probably oh, a while ago, like maybe eight years or 10 years ago or something. Don't try to get anything done in your bedroom or the area where you sleep because oh, it'll I ruin know. sleep for you forever. It ruins it. Yeah. Just so you can, you have to compartmentalize like this is my place where I rest and like the more that you can keep that. And also like I find like the less stuff I have in my room, which is kind of imposs- an imp- impossibility in my current apartment. But in general, I like to keep my room pretty empty yeah. of, of things to look at. Um, I can like finish things at my house. I just can't start them. I have to like leave the house to start a product. This is none of this is self-care. We're talking about being productive. Look now. what happens when you try and focus <laughs> on this self-care. Is, this is the the modern conundrum though. This mm-hmm. is like the mindfulness thing. Well that's this like this is also the self-grandparenting thing I decided on was I was like, you can't be productive all the time and like it just sucks to like feel bad about yourself when you're not being productive because yeah. it's so out of your control for the most part for so many people um, and the world might end because of climate change. So take up uh, all those great hobbies. Take those walks a and gardens. Great. Yeah. Do that. Do all the early retirement stuff that you fantasize about doing later. Yeah. What is on, uh, you know, to wrap up self-care, Molly, what's your favorite self-care? Well... Something I'll tell you something I want to get into. My favorite self-care yeah. is chopping vegetables and mm-hmm. cooking. Oh, yeah. I love cooking. Or like doing food prep for your yeah. whole week yeah. is really nice. Yeah. And it's productive, but it's also like you're taking care of yourself because you're going to eat better that week. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. You're gonna... I just like prepping that, like prepping meals totally. Yeah. I've always like that. I guess I also worked in kitchens and I liked it then too. I just find it calming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, but something I want to get into is stained glass. I just decided. Really? My mom uh-huh. took a stained glass class this summer. Like, did you like she's it? She's finishing it. She did not. She told me it was not really what she expected and she probably wouldn't stick with it. She was glad she didn't like go all mm-hmm. in and get all the supplies and I'm everything. talking more about just like buying one and like painting it. Oh, okay. You know, more yeah. like. She is doing the stuff where you have the pieces of glass yeah. and you arrange them and then you do the like um melting like soldering yeah. Yeah, yeah i don't know if i'm ready to get into soldering i think i just want to paint on some glass yeah what about what about you i'm into gardening right now but oh, also yeah. just i, I think I we've talked garden. a lot about this of so just cutting stuff down with a yeah. saw um i had a, a stressful day yesterday and i ended up buying so much mulch it was like that's also part of it is that I buy all this mulch that is so hard to carry and then I'm like carry yourself and I like carry it and then I just like will carry it in buckets you know to and fro and there's like no real point in my mind I'm like okay well it you know it helps the plants retain water and it like eventually breaks down into nutrients and stuff but it's really just that I want to like carry heavy stuff around but not own more stuff or have to do anything complicated Not in a CrossFit way. It's like a kid. When a kid is like, you want to like just, you bring like the bucket goes over here. And Mm -hmm. then it is just very nice to arrange things. I know. I'm into pruning. I also am obsessed with like controlling the ants right now because in LA it's ant season. And I normally am very, I try and be very respectful of every living being. <laughs> but now you're just mowing Fuck them those down. those ants. I'm mowing them down. I went outside with white vinegar and Castile soap and like blasted them because they were like near the doors and it was just starting mm. to, they were encroaching. Um, so my self-care is ant murder, but <laughs> not always, just seasonally. <laughs> seasonally ant murder. My self-care doesn't um, cost any lives, but. You oh, know, okay. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I I mean the gardening thing in a very small scale way, like I'm this uh, and now it's sort of not really relevant anymore because all of my stuff kind of withered for the summer. But um, I did just do like window boxes mm-hmm. in on my fire escape, and like having that because usually I spend the first part of my day in the kitchen where we had those, so I would just like have some time in the morning where I would just like check on everything. I would kind of trim stuff. I would pull out little weeds that had popped up in it. Like it was a very it felt like having one of those like gardening games or like yeah. Farmville or something because it was something that I could literally like this. This is how far I had to reach out yep. to like get to the end of it. <laughs> so I could and I just had like arugula. I still have um, basil and mint that I'm growing there. But um, I tried to grow peppers, but they're not doing anything. But it's so hard with the everybody says peppers are easy. I've never had luck with peppers. No, our peppers are just like failing right now. I don't know why. Yeah. But one time I got those ornamental peppers from Trader Joe's. They have those like ornamental pepper plants and I had them on a table and we had a guest over and he just started eating them. But he, by the time we noticed he had eaten so many, we didn't want to be like, oh, stop. They're not edible. They're like probably poisonous. <laughs> so we just let him eat all the peppers <laughs> off the plant. Just never said anything. <laughs> feel bad about that stuff. They're alive, though, so it's fine. They're still alive, yeah, unlike those ants. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules 
a day. Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. You guys um, want to take a night call? Yeah. yeah. We got a good night call this week, but it, it has a video component. And so we'll share it on our social media. We'll, wherever you follow us, you can find it there because it is a very good video. Um, it is a ghost. It's a ghost video. It is you a ghost video. Wanna, I'm going to bring it up. Do you want me to read it? I have it. No, I got Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. So this comes from Alex. Hey, Night Call. My friend recently moved to Italy and her family went along to help her get settled in. Here is a video the security camera picked up from inside the house while they were all out of the country. What does it look like to you? Just six weeks before she moved, her cherished pet bunny, Slumber, died of old age. I know you can't play the video on the podcast, but I thought you might enjoy it anyway. It might be best to view on a phone. I'm worried the video will get blurry in transit. I mean, it looked pretty good to me. Attached, we have two pictures and a video of what is unmistakably a ghost bunny. <laughs> and it like leaps from what looks Can like I a see kitchen the picture? counter. Just to me yeah. again. It, it looks like it's kind of leaping from a kitchen counter across a living room. Yeah, that's a ghost bunny. That is a ghost bunny. Did you watch the video? I'll play it right now. Here, oh my god! I mean, it's a it's a it's a bunny. Molly, look. Oh my god. 
It is. There's no question. It's, it's, it's the best crazy. thing that's ever happened. Yeah. It is the I, best thing. Also, like, thank you for bringing this to us first. I mean, maybe maybe it's because you haven't, like, met a good Ghostbuster in Italy yet. Um, I don't know how you would say Ghostbuster in Italian. But I I think it's interesting that, that the bunny came, even though the bunny, apparently, what I can gather from this email, died uh, where she used to live. But then she moved to Italy and the bunny came with her in spirit. Like that that feels very different from especially from like all the ghost stories that, you know, are in um Right, where like they haunt in. the place. Yeah, it feels very place oriented and can stay in a place even if the place fundamentally changes. Like there's no longer a house there. Right. Or the original structure is just different. But this this bunny made a trip. <laughs> Maybe pets can kind of attach themselves to you. Oh, to owners? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good th- – yeah, because I, f- I guess pets probably care more about their owners than they do about whatever place they're in. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, we'd like to think so. <laughs> I had a pet bunny in high school named Diana who died of pneumonia, and it was like a re- – it was really sad. And then there was uh, – you know, when I was like living in the country um, as a kid, there were bunnies that would get abandoned, and we would like try and – like rescue them. They're very fragile bunnies. Yeah. If you have a bunny who's dying of old age, you've done a very good job by that bunny. But I literally just watched that video like 15 times in a row. Yeah. Cuz it's it is it just very clearly isn't a ghost animal leaping yeah. from yeah. a kitchen island it's a type ghost thing. Bunny. It's, it's a ghost bunny. It's a ghost bunny. It's real good. We'll share it with everybody. Um can I bring up the thing that I've kept, like, I mentioned to you guys before we did our our meetup the other <laughs> My horrible nightmare that I oh, had like yes. a couple weeks ago. Um, this is unrelated, but just I mean, it's in the realm of like paranormalish stuff. Um, I had what at the time, like for a few seconds, I thought was a sleep paralysis with a, a shadow person involved. Uh, you know, real true heads of night call. Remember that was like one of our first recurring topics. But I was having a dream, and I know it's so boring to talk about your dreams with other people, but like. I was having a dream that was very vivid for me and also very literal. Usually my dreams are very abstract. So it was a very clear, normal, logical dream. I was like at a, at a kind of like some kind of hostel or retreat or something and I was trying to get breakfast. And then I saw this thing come from behind this woman I was talking to that was like, like it would have been as tall as this room basically, just like the outline of a person that was pitch black and kind of had like a grainy outline to it and started walking towards me and I in the dream I screamed and it was this thing of like something was in I felt I felt like it was not from my dream it felt like an outside thing intruding into my dream and I like wrenched myself out of sleep and like felt like I couldn't move for five seconds, but then eventually could. But it was like it was truly. I've never had a dream like that before. Maybe that's in my how life. you hurt your back. Oh, oh, that's interesting. No, this was like way before. But I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe eventually. Just if you were like like struggle, like trying to get free. Yeah. Also, just want to say Ghostbusters in Italian is called Acciappa Fantasmi. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cute, Sunny. But it made me. It made me newly appreciate. All those stories that we were talking about and your encounter also, Tess, because I was like, that's actually the freakiest thing. It's it's very freaky. That I can imagine. Like, even though that wasn't really truly a, a shadow person and it was. But you don't know for sure. I don't know. Yeah, but it was such a vivid dream. It wasn't. A and vivid, I remember it. scary dream is the scariest thing in the world. Yeah. 
And I would, I, yeah, I was just like, no wonder, like if you were, f like if you were fully awake and lucid, and you saw a thing where you couldn't see its face, or it was just like a black figure, like, ah, uh, no, it's the worst. <laughs> it's the worst. So. I'm, I have a new appreciation for oh, how. Oh, good. Yeah, it's that's one of the things that I still, it's one of those rare moments where you, like, have this kind of, like, blurry memory of, you know, like, your experience of college. And there's, like, a few things that flow to the top. And I'm mm -hmm. like, that's still one of my, like, most yeah. prominent memories of, like, that time of my life, which I wish it weren't. Yeah. But it's such a, it was such a, like, weird, just, like, a completely unexplainable thing. Yeah, and I think, I think also... Like, it's like, I guess it's the same as like an accident or something. Like, if you got suddenly like hit by a car or something, I feel like that would have a similar place just because it's something from so outside of your control yeah. and like what you're involved in. Like, it's something that just sort of invades your life. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I wonder what the dream meant. I have no idea. I was, I was getting irritated in, in this dream, like, because I, was late to like a breakfast buffet at a at like a hotel like a continental breakfast type thing <laughs> and I had a plate and I was getting ready and then this woman just like took a uh, like a hot like a steam tray of eggs like away from me and I was like I I, I was about that to was my protein that was my protein for the day and like what will I eat now and then I saw the thing come from behind Whoa, <laughs> it was a nightmare was about protein yeah. <laughs> um yeah I don't want to fully open up night call to people calling about their dreams uh, because that's, a, I feel like, a whole other rabbit hole we could go down very quickly. But if you have any good, particularly scary Any ones, good sleep paralysis stories. Yeah. 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 Or lucid dreaming. Lucid. Yeah, I'm still lucid interested dreaming. in the lucid dreaming. I don't have those kind of dreams or really? nightmares because I smoke too much pot. I smoke a ton of pot and I still have dreams and nightmares. I have Nightmares, if I stop smoking pot, I immediately start having the most vivid nightmares. Oh, my God. Um, if I'm ever, like, on a trip and I am taking a break from pot, uh, I will start having those nightmares so fast. It makes me afraid to go to sleep. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Because I've heard Don't of something. Don't do drugs, kids. I, yeah. Well, because I'd always be like, pot, like, stops me from having dreams. And then my brother would be like, that's a good anti-drug slogan. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Because it, it works on so many levels. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly two levels. But <laughs> speaking of two levels, there you are take two. A trip to the Uncanny Valley. Yeah, the, yeah. There, I was gonna say there are two levels: the the heavy the heavy oh, side layer, the he the heavy side layer, the heavy side layer. Yeah, and and Kitty Heaven, I think, Kitty is heaven. the other layer. We are, of course, talking about cats. Cats. Jellical cats, I'm jellical, jellical cats, jellical cats. I don't know how it that's goes. That's good. Perfect. Jellical cats, jellical cats. Um, the trailer for Cats 2019 <laughs> open. Uh, what came on the internet? I guess dropped on the internet earlier this week. When did it? When did it come out? Because I didn't see Monday, it for like two days. Wasn't I don't know. Monday? It was, yeah. guys, it's been talked about so much, but yeah. we have We're, to talk about it anyway. We, don't, we hate to beat a dead cat. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but. Why can why did they only have two boobs? Cats have m far more <laughs> breasts than two. <laughs> they looked, it, this, I mean, this is all like, it's been said. It's been said. But it's like, I hate the fact that this is in the world. I hate the fact that they look so nude. I don't know. Counterpoint. Uh-huh. It's perfect. <laughs> perfect. Like, have you so so I've seen cats. I've mm. never seen it 
You've never seen no, cats. T- never. Tess, you saw cats. No, I've never seen. You've I've seen both like both. Never seen cats. I went. I looked through the YouTube. I, I'm familiar with the soundtrack, and I've seen like high school productions on YouTube. Because finally, I was like, screw it. I need to see cats, but I'm not gonna like go to any trouble. So I just patchworked it together and was like, oh, I hate this. Like, well, I love it in theory. Production? Oh, yeah. Like, the oh whole, if you're going to really get the sense of what a play is at its core, yeah. you need to look up, like, the jankiest, like, parent cell phone, whatever. I've watched a lot of You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown, though. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason. Cats is the most 80s thing of all time. Besides Phantom of the Opera. Well, they're both, they're all, and I got me thinking about that too, because I was like, does this mean they're going to like make Miss Saigon next? Like, that's never been. Miss Saigon is here at the Pantages. I'm like, how is it still legal to show Miss Saigon? I know. I saw Miss Saigon in Iowa in a tour. Because now every time they stage it, they're like, we're making it better. Well, that's what they say about South Pacific too. And I I think South Pacific should be illegal. Well, I feel like they it's not that it should be illegal because it's sort (laughs) of like, no, no, no. I mean, because it is like so many musicals are so racist, Mm -hmm. uh, but it's also like the idea of like whitewashing that stuff away. It's like it's a document of all these different times when people were racist all throughout history. Well, they have been doing these sort of redos of these old uh, Rodgers and Hammerstein musicals. I wanted to see the, the, the... Carousel production that was on, I think, Carousel's last year. the best. Yeah, Carousel's well, really Carousel good. Carousel bummed me out so much as a kid, obviously. Yeah, but I was like, maybe saddest. I would like to see it in this context where they've really like, you know, I don't, I don't know, but apparently they were much more kind of, it was much more kind of honest and looking about, looking at the fact that it's about an abusive relationship, like, you know, on the surface. Um, but yeah, and then the, the Oklahoma, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a theater person. I don't go to these things. Um, I love Oklahoma uh, also. I think it's silly when they're like, we're doing an edgy reboot of Oklahoma. (laughs) It's like, people were saying it was like, what do they say? Oh yeah. Hot Oklahoma that fucks. Like hot Oklahoma that fucks. I saw Oklahoma with like H-E-A-U-X in the middle. (laughs) Um, it makes me wonder. Well, but, but I also remember, like, that was, like, when Hugh Jackman, that was his thing, was that they mm-hmm. were, like, sexy Oklahoma, like, a million years ago. I just feel like whenever they try to, like, sh- do an old musical or play, they're like, it's sexy now. Yeah. But you know it's always been sexy. C-A-T-S. So, like, I just feel like it's funny that musicals were, like, the dominant American art form, and then they weren't anymore. But then in the 80s, there was this period when they turned into, like, tentpole blockbusters, briefly. Because um, it was the thing, it, it was like, you have to see this, like, you have to see it in person. The helicopter yeah. lands on yeah. the stage. Right. I've never seen Miss Saigon. Oh yeah, the helicopter lands on the stage. But I know that the, the heli- chandelier drop in, yeah, in Phantom. Phantom, they all have these like, I mean, Les Mis, I guess the main thing is just like the barricades, like this, the nature of the set itself in Les Mis is sort of like the spectacle. But yeah, all those 80s, all those 80s musicals have some stagecraft thing that's like, you gotta see it. So the stagecraft yeah. in Cats... Is that they're all dressed like cats, mm-hmm. and they dance around, and they're in purgatory, and then one of them goes to heaven at the end. That's cats. It's very similar to Godspell. If I've you never think seen about Godspell, it. actually. Well, it's just the most, like, it's, it's it has the strangest. It's poetry. You know? Yeah. yeah. But I like and that. And the energy is so, like, strange. I appreciate it's it. because I feel, I feel like it's real theater kid energy. It is yeah. very. It's not yeah. trying to be cool because it acknowledges that it will never be cool. And it, like, leans all the way into that. It's and yeah. that. choral reading, specifically. Yeah. Like, did you guys ever do choral reading where you find ways? You guys, oh my God. Go on, go on. Coral reading is where, this is something I've also went back to look at like high school videos and stuff. Um, uh, you, you're in a group. 
choir, you don't sing. You recite a poem together as a group, but you can take turns. No. Like, two people might say one line, and then you know somebody might walk over here to say another line. It's like choreographed group reading of a poem. Is I did one to Jabberwocky once. Um, it was probably the worst thing I've ever been a part of. That yeah, sounds but. great. <laughs> uh, uh, but it's that energy, though. It's like... It's yeah. like, we don't need a plot necessarily. Like, we're here to indulge in, like, the power of the human it's voice. It's a happening. And pro- yeah, it's a yeah. happening. We're putting on a show. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Kids are doing a show. Um, is podcasting choral reading? No. Absolutely not. No, because choral reading is all about creating, creating like, tempo of yeah. speech. All mimsy were the Borogrove. Like exactly. that. <laughs> yeah. Do you still know the Jabberwocky? Uh, parts of it. Do yeah. you know the Jabberwocky? I used to. I don't okay. think I. I don't think okay. I could okay. bust okay. it One out now. For an icon bonus episode, we are 100 <laughs> percent doing a coral reading. Doing a reading of Jabberwocky. Yes. <laughs> At the Patreon, forty-five dollars yeah. a month. I definitely level. also Ooh. know it. It's the only poem I know. Oh really? Yeah. And I used to like when I worked at a grocery store, I would recite it in my head over yeah. and over again to try and make time pass it's got wow. that very kind of soothing meter where it's like you it's like a radiohead song or something yeah. where the meaning of it doesn't really matter it's just yeah. like the sound of it the was words. good for like scanning groceries yeah it's look you guys like... have mantras yeah <laughs> exactly. our mantra is the jabberwocky I got my mantra in, in high school in speech competition Which makes so much sense <laughs> Uh, should we answer another night call? I think we have. Oh no, no, wait! I'm gonna talk about the Lion King. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. You thought Molly you were getting away without doing saw it. Saw the Lion King. I saw the Lion King. She wasn't forced. The Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> that part takes place during the day. I know. I heard reason. that. Um, That's I saw ridiculous. the Lion King. I didn't. I wasn't planning on it at all, but a friend of mine was like, it's very hot. Do you want to go see The Lion King? And I was like, yes, I do. Let's make it even hotter, baby. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I've accomplished nothing today. I'm moving through sludge. Like, I want to go eat popcorn and sit in an air-conditioned room and, like, watch some garbage. Uh, it is not good. I mean, I, I, I will we get will we get like roasted forever if we say that the original Lion King was not no that it good? was we I'll will say get it. roasted because it will reveal us all as old millennials. Look, I just I mean, watched. Yeah. I watched the young thing. millennials love it. And then, I've watched it like twice this year already. Guys, I, mm, well, you have you had to show it to some curious, and I had to see if it held up, and I was like, ooh, because I remember when I first saw it, I was like, oh, I think I'm aging out. I remember this. that too because it <laughs> yeah. was like we had just gotten into boys, so mm-hmm. we were like, oh, we don't want these boys to think we want to see the Lion King. Yeah, no but, way. But then I was thinking about it. I also saw like Mulan and Hercules and the other ones after that. Oh, you then did? I was like, who cares what boys think? Yeah. Uh, I think I saw like Hercules on a day when the teacher gave up and just decided to show a, a video. Like I, I never saw that in the theaters. Like, yeah, I didn't see. But it I remember definitely. I think I think I even saw it in like a group date scenario where it was just like this is like ooh a sexy Disney a movie sexy date. Disney <laughs> movie. <laughs> This is the other thing is that like that so Lion King is definitely when I was like I'm I'm too old for this shit now, and I'm it was too also, old for this shit. <laughs> totally, I was like ten or something. Yeah. I was like done, but but it was also about animals, and I'm just like I mean I like animals in general, but I'm not going to be captivated by like a story about an animal. Ooh, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, really. Well, it's the animal social dynamics. You're like, oh, this is too. Like, it's yeah. Two cats That's not falling the problem. In love is like not compelling. That's not the problem for me at all. Because I just watched my favorite animated movie, The Secret of Nim. Oh, The Ooh. Secret of Nim is really good. I would yeah. love to go back and watch. Let's Secret do an episode about it. We should. Okay, but that's a story about animals. But it's I am true. very particular. Like I hate Watership Down. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was bad. I hate, like, I do hate a lot of Jonathan things. Jonathan Livingston like, Seagull. Yeah. <laughs> I love Animal Farm. 
But yes, most sir. things where they're like, the animals have a society, and for some reason it's just like ours are a little... Oh, you know what? I liked Oliver and Company. Oh, Oliver and Company is so good. It's right. the first movie I ever saw in theaters. Oh, really? cool. Mm-hmm. Mine was The Great Mouse Detective. These mm-hmm. are both from the like pre-Disney yeah. revamp, but pre-Renaissance. Like, the other thing that I, I... I can't believe I had never thought about this before. I guess it's just because I don't think about The Lion King that much, but can you imagine like like all those songs that are so timeless or whatever, but like they specifically, well, one, they're like, we're going to do a Disney movie, but we're going to have it set in Africa. And it's like, for diversity, I guess, or something. But of course, they're all animals, so you don't have any actual like African people in it. But then you also are like, for the original score for this African set story about lions, we'll have famous, famous Elton John musician Elton John do the songs. I don't know. I, I, I never really thought about that before because I was just like, oh, this song's from The Lion King or the song's from The Lion King. Like, that's just what they are. But I was like, that would definitely not happen now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there was also that period in the the long 80s into the 90s of just uh, every white musician doing yeah. like an album where they work with like African musicians. Right. Yeah. You mean the Paul Simon? Yeah. We know who you're talking you about. You know who Molly. I'm talking but about. They my enemy, know about your grudge. My enemy Paul Simon. Can you imagine if Paul Simon did the songs for Lion King? No, <laughs> fuck him so much. I'm glad he didn't. Did he ever do Disney movie songs? I'm Oh, absolutely not. He's too much of a misanthrope to do. But I feel like it was like, okay, so they had the big hit with Elton John. And then they tried to replicate. Michael Bolton went, like, Michael, did. Yeah. Phil oh, Collins. God. Phil Collins did Tarzan. And then Emperor's New Groove was supposed to be Sting, but he right. like dropped out halfway. And that's why Emperor's New Groove is really good because it has no songs in it. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't? No, it's just a funny cartoon. It's like a Looney Tune. It's, I it's couldn't good. get through it to be honest. With you. I never saw that one. I it's, tried, but I tried got, recently. Um, it has the best Disney villain of just a great Disney villain mm-hmm. who's Eartha Kitt. Her name mm. is Isma, and she's like a Ursula is still the best villain. She's like an Inca priestess. She's great. Ursula is great. Isma's kind of better. Ursula. Ursula is a genuinely terrifying villain. Oh. Ursula is a we beautiful goddess. We were talking goddess. about this at our at our at our at our meetup, our secret and I call meetup for only certain echelons. Ursula of our... did nothing wrong. Or no, she had soul. Wrong. She had a garden of souls. A deal's that she'd a deal. Okay. <laughs> Just trying to make a life for herself in the gig economy. It's true. Well, also, like she, she, and I mean, Triton definitely kicked her to the curb at some point. Like they, she had was a, exiled from society. Yeah. She just wants to take down the monarchy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, she has a rich personal life. But Little Mermaid. She has two eel friends. She I, has her eels. I love the eels. I saw these guys once at Disneyland who were dressed as the eels. Were they like professionals? Or no, just... they were Disney bounding because oh, you're nice. not allowed to wear a real costume at Disneyland because they don't oh, want really? you to uh, mistake be mistaken for an employee. So yeah. you can only do this thing like Disney nerds found a way around it called Disney bounding, which is where you dress as like a streetwear version of a character. So it's all entirely about color blocking for the most wow. part. And That's it's actually so really like they get because there's these Disney biker gangs, you know, mm-hmm. but this is like an offshoot of that. So that I saw these this one guy who was flotsam and I was like. Oh my god, he's looking for his jetsam. <laughs> oh, and I also just to like him. pick such a such a niche character and be like, that is me. Right, I like that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I love The Little Mermaid, and I loved Beauty and the Beast. And by Lion King, I was kind of over it. Mm-hmm. What about Aladdin? I love Aladdin. That's oh, pretty good. Aladdin's probably the best one, maybe. I wasn't into Aladdin. You didn't think he was hot? No. I oh. was saying to some my friend yesterday. Also, I think like. What makes the Lion King remake so bad is that there are no humans in it, I think, in part, because it's also just like 
just makes you appreciate hand-drawn animation so yeah. much. Yeah. Because no, that's the thing. It's like, why would, who wants to watch a realistic hat walk around? It's like, photorealistic, but they don't have testicles, which is like so distracting the whole time because yeah. they're like these but you understood. You understand it would be distracting either way. Yeah, I mean, it's but a like, no even win like situation. a shadow or something. It's like they go so far out of their way to be like yeah. these animals the do not have orifices, but they are in every other way anatomically, and they feel like yeah. desire and romance. They feel desire other. and romance. That part doesn't bother me. Lions falling in love doesn't bother me. Uh, what bothered me was just like their eyes are like soulless looking. Yeah. yeah, the way the CGI is, it's like there's no warmth. The whole yeah. thing just lacks warmth. And that's all these Disney live action remakes are like that. Cartoons are great. Like kids like cartoons. I maintain like everybody's like, oh, it'll be better if it's photorealistic. But cartoons my, are good. No, and my I kids were watching Doug the other day. Oh, yeah, and I was great. like, check out Holds the jankiest it's so cartoon 2D. ever. It's so cheesy. Yeah. I remember like I some of the cartoons I watched as a kid that were so shitty, but that I remembered being well animated. And then mm-hmm. I like saw I remember I saw like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in college oh, and yeah. was like, oh my God, this is like the animation is terrible. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. But when the animation improves over the course of a series and then you go back and watch it with the same characters that you've kind of like adapted to seeing, you know, evolve, mm-hmm. it can be really jar like the Simpsons obviously yeah, yeah, is yeah. what I'm talking about. But I tried to go back um the other day I was like, I'll just start watching the Simpsons from the beginning as one does. And I was like, this, it gave me a creepy feeling. I was like, yeah. you guys, well, all of a sudden, everything's been undone. It's like I saw like the spool unravel. Our friend Alex Papadimus was saying that the Cats trailer was what made him have to explain the uncanny valley yeah. to his daughter. Um, as good as time as, as any. The Lion King movie takes place entirely in the uncanny valley. Mm-hmm. Pride Rock in yeah. the uncanny valley. <laughs> and like the voice acting is not great. I will say the MVP Billy Eichner. Billy yeah. on the street. That's Billy, good casting. Billy steals the movie. He and Seth Rogen are by far the best part, which I was like not expecting. It's like the movie peps up finally when they yeah. show up. Yeah. And it actually also has something that I liked. The one thing I liked about it was that, like, to mo- I, again, because I don't remember the original very well, it's like it wasn't like the Beauty and the Beast one. I was like comparing it in my mm-hmm. mind the whole time to like the better version that is original. This I like didn't remember anything about the original Lion King, right. so I was just like, "This is the weirdest movie." <laughs> if you didn't, if you came from space and saw this, you would just be like, "Humans are fucking insane." Also, it's insane. not Hamlet. Yeah, everybody always says it's Hamlet. It is Hamlet. Not. It's not really Hamlet. Yeah, it is. Your uncle comes and takes the kingdom away from you and your dad. I don't know. And it's also all stolen from a anime. Yeah, Kimba the White Lion. Kimba the White Lion, which is Hamlet about a lion. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a 
a day. Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Speaking of, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> adolescence, adolescence growing up, um, we have another night call. Speaking of feeling the love. Hi, my name is Logan. Um, I'm currently going through all of your old episodes and listening, and I feel like I have just made three new friends. But, so I have many, many ghost stories and weird shit that has happened. Um, but I have a question tonight. Um, and that question is, did you guys have anything odd happen to you when you were like 28 through 31? Did you feel like that was a significant time in your life? Because that is when your astrological Saturn return happened, which brings about a lot of um, change and emotional upheaval and big life moves. So I was just wondering if you guys can think back and recognize that your Saturn return um, impacted you at all. All right. Good night. Thank you very much for that night call. Logan? I think I heard that right. Um, Saturn Returns, guys. Uh, I, I, I feel like I've talked about this off the pod, but I've gone so weirdly deep on astrology uh, in the last few months just because um, 
I I was uh, I, I, my insurance changed, so I can't see my therapist anymore. <laughs> so that's what happened. Free um, therapy, exactly. Well, it's like if you really, it's, again, it's the thing of like you want to read about yourself a lot, then like get into astrology. But um, <laughs> that is true. I mean, I'm not always in therapy. But I think that you can do a lot of what they do in therapy by just asking yourself a bunch of leading questions like a journalist. Mm -hmm. That's what I just generally do. Although then there's also the bad version of that where you're like trying to fall asleep and you're like. Oh, yeah. No, don't do it when you're trying to go to sleep. (laughs) Self-care. 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 Self-care is not um, lying awake wondering where it all went wrong. Uh, I think Saturn Return is real. Right? I did a lot not. of shit happen to you guys between when you were 28 and 31. I mean, yeah, but like it makes more sense because so that's usual. Like yeah. becoming or kind of mature. I didn't like. Adult. I don't like that phase because that was the phase when everybody started to like settle down, and I was like, I am not ready. Yeah. Like rage against the dying of the light, like very hard. Mm. Um, and that took a while to get over, but maybe that's what it was. Yeah, you guys have probably already gone through your Saturn return, or were like in it. But when I met you, right? Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I think it's also like that period of time was also the period of time when I was like steadily employed. So I think at the time yeah. I was yeah. like, here begins my life as an adult. And then recently I've been more like, that was maybe like just another phase of my life. And then this yeah. is another, another phase of my life. We actually, you you started at Grantland, I think, right when Molly and I had begun. Because I think I was uh-huh. 29. I was 29 mm. when my first kid was born. Right. Was, um, yeah. Okay. And Molly's just a couple months younger than I me. I turned 27, like, the that first year that I was at Grantland. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that was pre-Saturn Returns. Yeah, it was pre-Saturn yeah. Returns. Isn't um, it 27? I thought it was 27. Because that's when people, or am I just thinking of the, 20, I think the 27 club? Am I, I think just thinking of yeah, people yeah, dying when they're 27? Yeah. Um, yeah, because I had a, I'm turning 27 and joining the 27 club <laughs> <laughs> theme party. Um, but I, I, yeah, I... I think of like the years before that being so much harder for me, and I guess it was a different kind of hard because I I had that job and then like from then on I was doing like very demanding jobs, but I had like a stable income, like you said, so mm-hmm. it felt it didn't feel like the same kind of struggle. But I was definitely like I guess learning lessons if you want to think about Saturn returns in that way, which is technically what it is. It's not necessarily supposed to be like oh all the bad shit happens to you. It's just that, like, you are going to learn important life lessons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was time. like you take stock of everything you've learned so far. Yeah. And you're yeah. like... It's your quarter-life crisis. What am I going to, like... Yeah. But mm-hmm. I also feel like, yeah, I feel like 25 was when I was like, what the fuck am I doing mm-hmm. really hard because I had, like, mm-hmm. imagined I would know by then, you know? Mm-hmm. Just like I was like a 25-year-old, like, knows what they're doing in life. Right. And so... Yeah, I guess 27 was when, like, things I had been doing for free for a long time, like, finally started to pay off in terms of getting yeah. work from it. Yeah. Yeah. So it did feel like, oh, it's a different phase. Yeah. Um, but then there was, I was talking to somebody else about this, like, that that thing of when you start to get paid to do the thing that you like, and then that becomes its own kind of burden. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, having a job sucks and not having a job sucks. Right. And they suck in different ways. Yeah. <laughs> But there's no there's no happy medium and and freelancing, which like technic you know theoretically should be like the best of both worlds, is like oh, the oh, worst of the not. worst of oh, both worlds. Oh, it's the worst. And then there was that um, thread on Twitter the other day about the editor who was trying to chase down freelance p- 
payments. Did oh, you guys God. read yeah, that? Yeah, that's just life. It sucks. Oof. She was owed $5,000. Oh, my God. Yeah, and it was just her trying to get it back and, you know, all of these different publications who she redacted uh, the, the publications themselves. But, it you know, them trying to be like, well, yes, we're we're late, but we're not going to pay you a late payment because that that's just crazy. If you ever want to write here again, we're no, not going to give you like, that. A nightmare thing about the gig economy that was about one of the like DoorDash or somebody where it was like oh, if you yeah. tip them, they mm-hmm. pay, they take it out of their pay. Yes, yes, no. Because what they Absolutely. do is they take tips and then they try and say like, okay, well, you're making minimum wage because you've made this much in tips. That's yeah. fucking it's hor- But that's all. That's not just DoorDash. They no, do that at plenty of, of service restaurants. And um, someone I talked to when I was on the Daily Zeitgeist about um, when I was waitressing and a check, like a, t- a party walked out on their check and it, it had, I had to make up the difference out of my paycheck. So I went home like $20 poorer than I'd started the day. Ah, no. And someone else worked at the same fast casual restaurant and they <gasps> tweeted and they were like, oh, the same thing happened to me. I was making $2 an hour. That's crazy. Yeah. It's <laughs> While we're talking about astrology really quick, we should shout out Ariana Lenarski, friend of the pod. Um, mm-hmm. She did tarot card readings at our meetup and they were all so crazy accurate. Yeah, they were amazing. I've actually want to say that like in lieu of therapy that was the best thing that I've yeah. done in a million years it made me feel like everything made sense yeah so book Ariana Lenarski dream, yes. dream City Tarot Dream City Tarot and she's got a podcast yes. called What's Your Deal yeah that nice. is a tarot based podcast yeah um she was um, great I had a very it was a very like was not an optimistic reading but she made me feel better about it I was like <laughs> oh no well, let's say where this was Oh, so this was at um I said it was at our lot at our meetup at the Waddles. Um, it was our mansion. secret meetup. But we can tell you meetup. we can tell you about it now that it's already happened. But yeah, after we've done a meetup, we can tell you where the, it was because we're gonna so try that you to can move feel around FOMO about it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's for our um our lovely Patreon supporters at the twenty dollar and up level. Um, we've been trying to do these quarterly meetups where um we'll and I think yeah we'll figure out where we do the next one, but. The first one was in L.A. out here over the weekend. Lovely day at Waddle's Mansion, which we've talked about a few times on the pod. Um, but it was great. We got to meet. It was great. People some came cool by. L.A. area listeners and just chat. And um, yeah, we had a tarot. We had Ariana read tarot in a tarot tent. Um, yeah. And we were just at a haunted mansion during the day. Yeah. Didn't see any ghosts, but we did no have ghosts. an octopus balloon that kept like trying yeah. to escape, which did add a spooky feel. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh I just saw another picture of it. It belongs to a child now. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank, so thank you, everybody who came out for that, um, all our friends of the pod. It was just super, super fun. And if you want to join our Patreon, you can do so at patreon.com slash nightcall. And yeah, we'll be doing another one in October, I guess. Yeah. So more on that soon. Yeah. Also, thank you for bearing with us. We wonder, we, as we're recording this, really don't know we where, when it will be released. In the yes. ether. Uh, but thanks for sticking by while we figure out our pod bugs. Yeah, we will see you on the astral plane. Also, if you're enjoying the pod, please give us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you'd like to follow us on social media, we're Nightcall Pod on Twitter, Nightcall Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks for listening. Nightcall is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. 
like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 